Hey guys, welcome back to the 65 Movement. My name is Dr. Eric Petty. <clears throat> Today we're going to talk about investments. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to fake you out this time. Uh, this is not a fake out video. I'm actually going to talk about investments. Uh, so so I'm, I'm talking about the investments, you know, that I made last year in 2020 that helped me double up my 401k. And, and this is a little bit of a left turn for the 65 Movement because as you guys know, I talk about, you know, generational health more than I talk about generational wealth, but I think the two go together. Um, if we are going to live long, you know, in, in my personal case, I, I pray to God all the time, or I talk to God a lot about wanting to live until I'm 120 years old. If I'm going to live that long and have kids and have grandkids and have a big family, then I also need to be able to finance those years. Um, and, you know, you know, I, I believe that God will provide for me, but I, I believe he provides skills and I've been using those skills. So last year I doubled my 401k and I'm just going to get straight to it. I'm not going to like lure you all along, but I am also going to tell you about what I'm going, what I think you should invest in this year in order to uh, kind of put yourself in, in a good spot. So. Uh, like most people, I have, I've had a 401k, you know, with my, my full-time job as a, a doctor of physical therapy. Uh, historically, I've made 7 to 13% on that money, which, you know, most people think is pretty good. Uh, I, I didn't really pay attention to it that much. It was just like, okay, I'm, I'm going to put my money in this aggressive mix. Um, most of you probably have companies where they say aggressive mix, conservative mix, and they, you know, base it off your age and where you are in life, and then you pick one. Um, so I was getting seven to 13 percent on average. Uh, you know, we had a big dip uh, a little while back, but for the most part, seven to 13 percent. Uh, I, I did an investment class with the investing tutor, uh, Hans Boateng, um, really learned a lot about investing, started doing my own investing. And then the, the game changer was when I realized I could take over my own 401k through Fidelity and pick my own investments. Um, so once I did that, and, and I'm not going to go through the whole uh, thing of how I picked these stocks, but I basically took myself out of that aggressive mix, which was um, and, and in hindsight was awful. And I put all of my money first. I put it all into the S&P 500 because I figured, OK, they got me 7 percent last year. The S&P 500, I think when I, I think it was two years ago, had, had uh had dropped the year before. So me kind of understanding the market a little bit better, I knew that if the S&P had dropped that year, that it was going to be on a tear the next year. So I put it all in S&P 500. That gave me like a 30% bump. But last year, I really took control and I said, you know what, I'm not even going to play it safe with the S&P 500, which is generally going to give you about a 10 to 15% return in a, in a normal year. I'm going to take it a little bit further. And I took all, I took 80% of my money and I put it into stocks. Um, so I put a lot of it into Tesla. I put a lot of it into Amazon. I put a lot of it into Apple, put a little bit in the plug and I put a little bit into a stock that most people don't know. Uh, it's called ABML. Um, between those five stocks or so, a little with a little bit of S&P 500 on the side, I was able to double my 401k um, just within uh, probably within like eight or nine months last year. Um, which is a big deal considering that I never made more than like probably 17%. And then on average, it was seven to 13%. Um, so this year in 2021, I want to talk about, okay, well, this is, this is where we want to go. Cause again, we, we want to, we're doing all these things to be healthy. But if you listen to the podcast I did a few weeks ago, three for three, we have to have the generational health. 
we have to have the generational wealth and then we have to have our relationship with God and not in that order. Um, so it's not going to serve you well if you do everything for your health, but you don't do anything for your finances. So I encourage you guys to, to learn about finances and learn about investing. Um, so this year, uh, I'm going to make this kind of quick and I want to give a disclaimer for what I just said and what I'm about to say. I am not a financial advisor. I believe investing is a lot about timing. Um, anything you do, if you lose, don't come looking at me. I, I don't. As far as I'm concerned, I'm still a novice when it comes to investing, Um, you know, and and to be honest, uh, for the year of 2020, it really did not take a rocket science, uh, rocket scientist to make a lot of money. Um, We we had a perfect setup with COVID going, you know, taking everything down and then just it was pretty easy to kind of mark the things that were going to come back up. And um, it it really wasn't that. hard. You know, I trade options as well and, you know, made a lot of money on options, made way more on options than I did on 401k, but it really wasn't that hard last year. It's going to be a little bit more difficult, um, I'm sure, in 2021. I don't think it can be any easier than it was in 2020. So I want you guys to understand, I'm not telling you what to get. I'm just telling you what I'm going to do and you do what you're going to do. If I would definitely go to a real advisor, again, the investing tutor, Hans, um, I trust him. I look uh, another guy, I think his name is Gerald Peters on Instagram. I think he's Falato. Um, he does this money flow uh, concept that, that I really appreciate. And it makes a lot of sense. So go to somebody like that who, um, who really knows what they're talking about. There's a um, black financial doctor on Instagram. I also listen to him. So find one of those guys that you feel comfortable with this talking your language and go to them. But as for me, here's what I'm going to do. Sticking with Tesla um, forever. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay heavily loaded in Tesla. Uh, I am going to I'm already in Disney. I've always you know, I'm like a long term investor in Disney, but I'm going heavier on Disney. Uh, I believe that Disney is a whole new company right now. And they're about to just uh, I, there's really not much that can stop Disney. You know, at, at the, um, they're, they're so integrated vertically and horizontally with their products. And now they got their in the streaming and technology. Um, it, that, that's, that's just a no brainer to me. And the third one that, that I'm going to invest in is you. And I, I, I suggest that your third, your third investment be you. Um, because while I'm talking about all this money and while I'm talking about doubling up my 401k and while I'm talking about Tesla and Disney and where they're going to take me in the future, if I have a heart attack tomorrow, what does it matter? Do you think my wife and my kids will be able to run my run these investments the same way I do? Now, sure, I talk to my kids about investing. They also invest. They also made a killing in 2020, but they they don't they're not in it like I am. We need me here in order for us to execute these things. So if I have a heart attack tomorrow or if I get diagnosed with colon cancer tomorrow or if I have a stroke tomorrow, what will it really matter? Um, So I think it's important that no matter what your three investments for 2021 is, the top investment has to be you and your health. Generational health will always trump generational wealth, because as long as I have health and as long as I'm here, money is easy to go grab and get money is easy to learn and figure out how to get. But you cannot get your life back. I could lose all my my investment funds today. And in two years, I could look back at that like it's a blip on the screen. But if I lose my life, if I lose my functional mobility, 
it's going to be a much harder task to get that back. So my top three investments for 2021 are going to be Tesla, Disney, and then me and you. Um, and when I say you is I'm going to keep doing these podcasts. I'm going to press down on the gas pedal for the 65 movement. Make sure I give you as much information as possible that will help you and your family stay healthy. You and your loved ones stay healthy because that's really what it's all about. Um, just like I talked about, I have a 401k. I was actually a late starter in my 401k. I didn't get a 401k until I was in my 30s. Um, I did a lot of 1099 um, stuff early in my career. You know, I was traveling and I, I did um, uh, you know, independent contractor stuff. So there wasn't really a lot of opportunities for a 401k. And I really didn't dig in enough to learn about IRAs and other different things I could have been doing um, to kind of uh, you know, take place of that. So I was late to the game. But I bet you everybody who's listening to this, um, who's under 65, has a 401k. And I bet you everybody who's um, over 65 has an IRA or a Roth IRA or something like that. So we all prioritize uh, investing for our future when it comes to finances. But how many of you guys have some type of leisure or journal or some type of investing strategy when it comes to your health? How many of you guys are really tracking your nutrition, your cholesterol, your blood pressure, um, your weight, what food you're eating, your genetic predisposition, all of the things that you really need to have generational health? And I say generational health because if you do the right thing, there's a good chance that the people coming behind you will do the right thing. I firmly believe that one day, um, you know, God willing, I don't know how long this world is going to go. We kind of know the direction it's going. But if, if this world does last for another three, four, five generations, I believe that one day my great, 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 great grandkids will be looking back at our family tree and they will look at my grandma who died at a certain age and look at my grandfather who died at an early age. And they'll look at some of my aunts and my cousins and all the different people in my family who might have suffered from colon cancer, strokes, blood clots and stuff like that. And they're going to look at this level at this point in time and say, wow, something changed right there. Uh, you know, great grandpa Eric lived to 120. Great grandma Quinn lived until 130. Um, you know, they didn't have colon cancer. They didn't have strokes. What happened? What changed? And they're going to understand that what changed is we started investing in our health. We started investing in generational health. We started investing and in learning our genetic predisposition for our family and for us as individuals and eating the right things and getting away from mainstream medication and Western pattern diet. They're going to understand that investment started now and it's going to actually serve them. It's going to be the norm for them. It will be the norm. Even if it's the norm for my children to eat a plant based diet and understand that they don't take medications. It will be the norm for my grandchildren to know that we eat a plant-based diet and they don't deal with medications. It will be their norm that they need to run and exercise and take care of their heart. It will be their norm that when you're, you know, however old that you have a six pack, that you have a flat stomach, it will be their norm. It's the norm for my kids to tighten up their stomach and see abdominal muscles. Whereas everybody before them, including me, when I tighten up my stomach, I might be able to see four abdominal muscles um, when I'm on a good week. But in most cases, I, you know, I got stomach there. 
And almost everybody in my family can say the same. But in now with my children, with my grandchildren, with all these people to come, they'll tighten up their stomach. And I know this seems trivial, but it, it, it means something. It means that they're eating a certain diet. They're not carrying away, carrying around excess fat that's going to um, deliver them to heart disease or colon cancer or strokes or all of these things that have plagued our family. They will be able to tighten up their stomach and see six packs. They will be able to go to the beach and take their shirts off and be extremely comfortable because of how their body looks. And we don't do it for vanity, but the way your body looks says something about about how you eat and how you take care of your body and generational health overall. So I really want to bang that home today. I I know I'm probably going to get quicker and more attentive views because I'm talking about finance and money in this video. Um, I, I know this because I follow different people who talk about money and I see how people flock to those those conversations. I flock to those conversations at times. I'm, I want generational wealth. However, I don't want it for the purpose of just having money to spend. I want it because I know I'm going to be around for a long time or God willing, I will be around for a long time. And I know I need to be able to support my family for that time. I know that God has a purpose in my life and I need to be able to serve that purpose. And he's given me gifts to understand wealth and, and, and he's given me all these ways to make money um, and, and use it for his purpose. So I look at it you know, in a, maybe in a slightly different way than most people, but I do know that people are interested in wealth and you guys are going to want to hear about Tesla and Disney and Amazon plug and all this stuff and doubling your 401k. That all sounds great. Everybody gets excited about that, but who's excited about um, cutting their cholesterol in half without a statin? Who's excited about having their blood pressure low and keeping it low without a blood pressure pill? Who's excited about getting a colonostomy and finding no polyps without taking any type of cleanse or digest, um, being on a, a cleanse all the time or juice cleanses and detoxes and all that stuff? Who's excited about the food I eat every day and the lifestyle I lead every day keeps me healthy? I don't need pills. I don't need fads. I don't need cleanses. I don't need detoxes. I'm just going to be healthy. That's the investment I think you should make. Um, you know, you can start that investment in a lot of ways. 65 talks about a lot of this stuff. Thou shalt eat your way out talks about a lot of this stuff from the nutritional standpoint and really taking that first step into mindset um, in the mindset that is going to uh, kind of make you think about food in a certain way and really make you look at generational health. Generational health starts with what you eat. Generational health includes how you exercise and how you move generational health, it really is a mindset. You need all of these things. It's the same way you got to do all this studying and preparation to get your 401k right if you want to make a good return. Now, if you're fine with 7 to 13% that Fidelity or whoever else is getting you because you just put pick the aggressive mix and you just go away and just, you know, take whatever they give you, then that's fine. You know, I was fine with that for a long time. The same way I was fine with eating a Western pattern diet, having a big belly, knowing that I was going to be in, at risk for heart disease and colon cancer. I was fine with all that for a while, but now I want more. I don't want seven to 13 percent. I want 100 percent. I don't want a big belly and the, the risk of colon cancer and heart disease. I want to live a life until I'm 120 years old and serve God's purpose without ailments, without arthritis, without all the things that come with obesity. That's what I want. So if you want more in your investment, you got to do the work. 
if you in your financial investment, if you want more in your uh, lifestyle investment, if you want generational health, then you got to do the work. We got to eat right. We got to exercise. We got to study and learn our genetic predisposition. And, you know, most importantly, we got to get down on our knees and ask God for the answers, ask him to lead us in the right way, give us the strength to do all of this studying. But hopefully that kind of hits somebody today. Hopefully this is a turning point for someone who is putting a lot of uh, uh, energy in, you know, making money, their career, being rich. I wish y'all could just walk with me for a few weeks and see how many rich people I encounter who can't do anything with their money. I wish you could see it. I wish you could just be there and be in my head as I, I go to. I mean, I got a lot of very wealthy people um, that, that I work with right now. I got people, you know, I, I, I don't know if everybody I've been selling CBD products. I got people who buy CBD products from me who don't even ask the price. They just say, give me this, this and this and, and hand out a card. They don't even care what the price is. It's something that's going to help them. They, you know, it is going to help them, but it's something that I've sold them on helping with their pain and helping with their anxiety and helping with all of these health problems they have. And they want it so bad that they'll just give me a card and not even ask me what the cost is. That's that's the position that so many people put themselves in. They go so hard on their career. They go so hard on their investments. They go so hard on the stock market, real estate, whatever it is they do to make money. And they just totally deprive themselves of the, the tools that they need to have generational health. And then one day they look back and they got a big pile of money over here, but they can't get out the bed or they can't walk 100 feet. They can't get up without a walker. And all they can do at that point is hand me their money to try to help them. Here, Eric, take this money so you can help me walk. Here, Eric, take this money so you can give me some CBD oil to help with my pain. Here, Eric, take this money so you can help me with my anxiety. That's all they can do with that money at that point because they did not invest in their generational health. So I beg you, invest in your generational health. Okay? So it's number one, generational health. Number two, I'm going to say number two is Disney for me. And number three is Tesla. Um, so those are my top three investments for 2021 that I think you should invest in. Again, don't get at me if Disney tanks or Tesla tanks. Disney ain't tanking, um, but don't get at me if they do. Uh, you know, Tesla is very dependent on Elon Musk. So if anybody hears about Elon Musk having, having health problems or doing something weird, you might want to watch your Tesla investment. But Disney is a machine that is not going anywhere um, anytime soon. Um, so, you know, th those are my investments, generational health, Disney, and then Tesla. And then, you know, good luck. Uh, I pray that you guys can get to generational health and your generational wealth and that you keep in mind that if you get both of those things, it's God's will and you have to serve in God's purpose. All right. Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, the 65 Movement Podcast, hopefully this is where you're listening to this. But if, you know, if you're watching it on Facebook or Instagram, check out the 65 Movement Podcast, like it, subscribe to it, share it with your friends. I'd appreciate that. Um, uh, 65book on uh, 65book.com. I still have the website. You can get your book 65 or you can get your book Thou Shall Eat Your Way Out if you feel like, you know what, I need a little bit of extra information. 
Um, everything should be transitioning to the 65 movement soon. I really just haven't gotten around to it, um, but it's the 65 movement on Instagram. Um, and then you guys can always contact me at drpetty65 at gmail.com. Um, I will kind of consolidate all of those soon. Uh, I literally just haven't had the time. When I do have the time, I like to get this type of information out to people who need it. Um, you know, I, I don't have millions of listeners. I, you know, I'm, I'm in the thousands, but I don't have millions of listeners. Um, but I know that every time I do this, there's at least one person out there that gets something from this that will actually significantly move their life in a certain direction. And that's really what I want to do. Uh, you know, I, I really do need to buckle down and maybe even hire somebody to do some of the business side of this for me. But I hope you guys can appreciate that I'm doing this. I, I, this is my investment in you. So when I said before, invest in you as the top one, it's me investing in you and it's you investing in you. I really, as much as I'm investing in myself, I want to invest in you. I believe that as I invest in you, I'm, I'm investing in myself indirectly. And hopefully everybody else can feel that. That's that service over capitalism. That's that I interact with somebody and I serve them more than they serve me. And, and what happens is, is that ends up coming back to you tenfold. The more we pour into other people, the more I pour into you, the more I pour into the audience that's listening to this, y'all be surprised how many people pour back into me and fill my cup back up so we can just repeat. Just rinse and repeat. Just letting those blessings keep flowing through me to you and then back to me and back to you and so on and so forth. That's how good God is. Um, that's how these blessings flow. So, you know, go out there, hopefully be great, be blessed. And uh, like I said, you know, don't come back at me if any of these things don't. I can't I can't really vouch for these investments. Only only person I can vouch for you that will always be there, will always be great and will always be a great investment is Jesus. Um, anything beyond that, it, it, it's your decision. All right. God bless.